that or that you didn't hear me or that you weren't paying attention? I did everything. I just wasn't aware. <laughs> I wasn't aware of the seriousness of the moment. I know the action took place. I know they were checked, but I know they were like, check, check. <laughs> okay, let's go ahead and start today's episode of Escaping Podcast. The best podcast in Colorado Springs when it comes to all things geek, nerdy, and everything in between. Baby. And by everything in between, he means the distance between the floor and the top of the mech. It could be nothing, it could be a few feet, or if you're lucky, it's at least one skyscrapers. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, These get messier and messier each week. Yeah. Mm. I know. Uh, How's it going, everyone? I am your host, Daniel Rojas, joined as always by... Kills for Show, a.k.a. and I'll form the head. <laughs> uh, I hate you. Mm, join the K Club. <laughs> the clan? Nah. The cool club. Anyway, I'll see the table from us uh, as often as she would like to. <laughs> Michelle with no intro. Hey. intro. <laughs> uh, so today we're talking about uh, giant mechs, uh, kaiju, and the big battles that take place in these. Uh, Events. Big ass robots, big ass monsters. So my first question are <laughs> who are some of your favorites? I guess I can start off with the OG original Godzilla, if we're gonna do it like that. Yeah. I think that's everybody's like like pseudo favorite. Just like your favorite power race is, is always gonna be Mighty Morphin. Yeah. I will say well, yeah. Godzilla set up for a generation of great films and inspired other cultures. Like exactly. But did Godzilla come first or did King Kong come first? Godzilla Godzilla, I, Godzilla yeah. He debuted in nineteen fifty-four. He was the first kaiju. Started the whole subgenre of kaiju, which basically means um strange beast, roughly yes. translated. Yeah. And yeah, he was the godfather that, you know, came out of the atomic age, you know, after everything. He's the king of monsters. Yeah. Exactly. For well, he a was a, what was it? He was a certain type of kaiju because in the other kaijus they mention are like the sea monsters and the yeah, other aliens right, but right. but he was back then he was the first so after that that's when they start classifying them differently yeah. like well and that's the thing uh he is of this earth yeah yes this is his planet yes. which is why when the other kaiju come from outer space he is very territorial yeah and it makes sense all this is the world especially yeah. with king you come into Gidora. my house yeah you shit on my floor you date my daughter <laughs> In that order? No, no, no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Yo, so your daughter totally dated whatever that... Shepherd. That, that Shepherd. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about him, bro. I'm still mad he married it to my wife, yo. Fuck that. Yeah, he ain't even watched Veronica Mars. <laughs> but, like, yes. Godzilla's the king. And then it was a, my second favorite would be a Gamora, which is basically a giant turtle-like um, kaiju, which... Um, Often he's depicted as the hero in his own films. He's like the second most popular one over there in Japan. And he's mostly seen as the antagonist in most of his movies. When, But also like the Hulk, he just wants to be left alone. So you usually get in conflict with him once you go looking for it. Because normally Godzilla is minding his own business, eating whales or whatever he do he's in the bottom of the ocean. He's just out there living his best damn life. Exactly. That's kind of like King Kong too. Just wants yeah. to be left alone. But Absolutely. humans just have a different agenda. As usual. It makes me think of the whole Medusa thing. Yeah. yeah. Why are there all these dead bodies? Well, why do you keep coming to where these things are? Exactly. And King Kong's like, I couldn't snatch a white woman if you did not bring (laughs) a white woman to me. Leave me alone on my island. I want to climb. I want to have to climb atop this building and fuck up your planes 
if you just left me the fuck alone mm-hmm. to my own devices and bananas. Yeah. That's all I want to do is so be a monkey. We, we've got, these, <laughs> we, we've got these, these monsters, these kaiju. I wouldn't even call them monsters because kaiju yeah. is a better term. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, uh, of course, people do see them as monsters. They see them as huge beasts. And what do they do to combat these beasts? What do they use? Well. Giant fucking mechs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mix. Sometimes they'll, they'll, they'll you know, pit the, the kaiju against it, each exactly. other. Exactly. Yeah, I was going to say that. Which or... is <laughs> so manipulative. Exactly. You know? They'll set this shit up. Yeah, which exactly. Which in, like, Pacific Rim. You exactly. Know, which is the most recent one. But that was heavily influenced by, you know, Japanese um, uh, anime. Yes. Exactly. And so, you know, you still have the co-pilots of they're running these machines. They've got to be compatible. Yeah. And yeah. Pacific Rim still takes the influence of you, um, the pilots to having that psychic yes. connection. Mm-hmm. That neural link. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I forgot what they called it. It wasn't the bridge, but it was something. Like, I own both of those movies. I love them. They're not the greatest cinemas- was cinematic pieces Was it drifting or was drifting the No, no, you're right. Like, driving. Or, I think drifting? it was drifting. Yes, yeah. it was. It okay. was drifting. Yeah, so we don't know. It was drifting. Okay. And that's that's how they had to link up. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the first one I thought was amazing. And I know you're saying they're not that that, that, that huge cinematic. Yeah, they're not a masterpiece. You're not going to teach that in film school or anything like that. But But that's not what they were making. But for what it is, it's such a fun ride. Yeah. And, okay, you can put Ron Perlman and Charlie Day in anything and I'll watch it. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was awesome. And it also made me think, like, why haven't they done this sooner? Like, we watch these movies. We are generation. We grew up watching these animes, reading yeah. manga. We watch Power Rangers. It's not a foreign concept. It's yeah. action. Do it well, whether it's big ass robots fighting or little robots and small soldiers fighting. We small watch soldiers them. is a very different thing. Exactly. It is a different thing. <laughs> but scale wise, you know, there's some wild shit happening and, and we'll watch it. Small soldiers, we are the kaiju. Exactly. Just make it entertaining. <laughs> And for me, they did that. They gave the characters their own personalities. Yes, some were bland and cliche, but it's not about that. It's about the spectacle. It's about giant robots fighting giant monsters. Yeah. And it worked when it came to that. That's what I like more about the second Godzilla movie. Well, the second American incarnation to that series. Not mm-hmm. counting the 1998 um, Matthew Broderick would because we don't mm. we don't speak about yeah, that. We don't yeah. really talk about, about that King one. King of Monsters, the most recent. Godzilla? Yeah, the most yeah. Recent, yes. I, that one I really love because they oh, focus yes. on yeah. the actual monsters themselves. Yeah, and that's what we go to see Godzilla for the monsters, not the human interactions. Yeah. And it did too much with yes. that shit in the first one, and also focus more on the humans and making Godzilla's mystery. Like, no, motherfucker, we want to see the big ass lizard. Don't hide them behind a building yeah. and have them in the water. Like, no, mm-hmm. fight, fuck shit up. I think the the <laughs> last Godzilla, you know, I like the storyline when she was talking about how um, maybe these, as she referred to them as the Titans, were waking up because humans, you know, destroyed their own Earth. So Madeline. Let you, them come and clean house. They're the much. antibodies. Yeah. Yes. One of your favorite kaijus was in that film? Mothra. Mothra. Yeah. yeah. Mothra! Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Tell Just, us about Mothra. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please get into Mothra real quick. Get into it. Well, in West Philadelphia, born and raised, born and raised mm. on the playground is where Mothra spent, spent most, most of, of her, her days. days. I don't know how, how we want to approach it with King Kong, or because Mothra was um, introduced in sixties mm-hmm. as the, one of the first films, roll-off films from Godzilla. <laughs> yes, um, as oh, people know, so is like a, a giant moth. <laughs> <laughs> Hold which on, shouldn't, Mothra is which a shouldn't moth. be very intimidating, except for the video you watch of the guy that just eats the moths all okay. day. Yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. 
crazy. <laughs> I don't want to think about him anymore. Oh, well, you're going to think about him now because we're talking about him off. I know. But I can't really remember the basis of the, the 60s films, you know? They were all kind of... All over the place. All over, exactly. They were, yeah. they were a shared universe, and that was cool. But <laughs> uh, most of those movies of that time were very much, here's the kaiju, mm-hmm. here's the situation, and for whatever fucking reason... Here's the small kid who's going to have some kind of psychic link and love for the kaiju. Yeah. And remarked that was two little Asian girls. <laughs> yes. They were like, not, not not necessarily her protectors, but like her ambassadors, yeah. the emissaries. Um, and they were psychically linked together mm-hmm. with her. It's like every time there's a set of the little twins born, that's when Martha will appear and they communicate with Martha and Tanner. Yeah. Well, yeah. and, and that's one of the things I did like about King of Monsters. It did pay homage to that, and then when you find out with, that because with what's her name is it Eleven? What, what's her real Millie name? Bobby Brown? Yeah. Uh, Bobby oh, Brown. oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that that girl that Drake was trying to groom. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Allegedly. But you kind of see it, and towards the beginning of the film, I think when she went to and when it, Mothra was kind of, yeah. they were like, "Do we leave or destroy it?" Or yes. yeah, and then she goes up and and then when uh, why can I not remember his name? But when he goes into the area where Godzilla is on, in under the sea, um. And you realize that he knew he knew Godzilla from when he was a boy. Yeah. The Asian dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know his name, too. So I can't believe we both spaced it. I know. <laughs> but uh, that that's the same thing, where she has a connection with Mothra, and you realize he had that connection with Godzilla, mm-hmm. and he knew him and got to, like, put his hand on his, you know, snout, very... Uh, how to train your dragon or goodbye, uh, my friend. Yeah, you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. oh God. Goodbye, Guza. But it was just like, yo... <laughs> How was you able to survive in that mist heat <laughs> underneath the underneath the ocean like that, bro? You should be. How did, how did he say goodbye? Yeah, 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 yeah. Can, can I hear that again? Goodbye, Godzilla. <laughs> and that's not me being racist. That's, that's, no, that's literally like. Close, right? I think that's how he said it. Yeah. Well, let them fight, and then he fought. You know, yeah. um, and it was a better movie than the Brian Cranston one. Yes. Wasted talent Arguably. with Brian Cranston. I don't even think I remember the Brian Cranston. I, I remember much, watching it, it, but... Because it was very forgettable. Yeah. And and like you were saying before, yeah. don't hide Godzilla mm-hmm. until the very end. Yeah. I don't give a shit about these people. Exactly. Yeah. It's called Godzilla. <laughs> it's like going to see Showgirls, and you don't show me no girls. Yeah, TBS version. Showgirls on TBS. Yes. <laughs> kind of, you know, they were cheesier then, didn't get the stories right. I do like the classic, like, um, the film posters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, even with, like, Mothra, and you see people running. Godzilla, and it's just people running in the city. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so so what sets Mothra aside for you as, like, top tier? I, I don't know if Mothra would be my top tier. It's oh. just one that I think is memorable out of the kaijus for me. Because mm-hmm. um, it was the only girl one. Is that uh, it's like, not. Girl power. It's actually not why? the only girl one. Plus, I love moths. <laughs> a lot of people hate moths, and they think they're disgusting. I actually think they're one they're of the hobo beautiful. butterflies. I'm trying to remember you, you, Mothra's powers, one. and I can't remember if it was just the fire beam, but I thought Mothra had other powers. It's one of those things where it changes. Yeah, I know she could create, like, strong gusts, gusts of wind with her wings and shit because yeah. she's big as fuck. But I don't know. She, maybe she has, like, a laser beam from her antennae or something. She does like have that. the fire beam. Mm-hmm. Or fire right. is a common theme with those monsters. Yes, like, it yeah. is. Yeah, like a mirror has a fire breath, too. And then the side sides with the humans on uh, like, uh, many occasions. I'm like... Yo, I love how Rodan was like... What's the one? The three-headed one that's I'm like... Ghidorah. Ghidorah yeah. right now. Oh, Ghidorah's a piece of shit. Yeah. But Rodan was like, nah, he with my ass. I'm with <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, <laughs> Ghidorah's a piece of <laughs> shit Alpha status. in the same way... 
that in the wrestling world you have heroes and villains. Oh yeah, yeah. You and you got your them. bad boys that you love to hate. Ghidorah is that of the kaiju universe. Yeah. Mm. And then you've got the whole series of movies that started there and led to where we are now. And there are some crazy, some crazy installations in that, those, yeah. that series. Yes. Destroy All Monsters. That I've one was seen good. That one. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. And another one of my favorite Godzilla movies was the one where he was melting down and he was about to go, um, not Omega, but um, what's the term? When a reactor hits critical mass, mm-hmm. it, he, it's uh, he's going nuclear. Yeah, yes, duh, of course. Yeah, he's going to go <laughs> nuclear, and he's just glowing redder and redder, and you're just seeing the cracks. And then at the final, at the end of the movie, after he defeats where a monster, he literally just starts mm-hmm. melting, mm-hmm. and it's fucking crazy. It's like, oh shit! Right. Does How Ghidorah you have their, his own film? Who? Ghidorah. Ghidorah, did, yeah, did, did have uh, some a standalone, some of their own, um, and it's. Always bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, Destroy All Monsters came out in 1968. Mm. Oh, then I was oh, totally Oh, so that's wrong. kind of the same time Mothra came out. Yeah. Okay. And, and one of the best things about it was this was right after they established all the major kaiju. And oh, then you've got all these gotcha. you've got these actors in, in these, these big floppy suits just... Yeah. That's why Gamera oh, came in because he was a turtle, but yes. he could spin around <laughs> in the air. And that's what they had tag team moves and matches. I remember that it's shit. Like now. the turtle in Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> in 1964 was when Ghidorah the Three Headed Monster came out. And while it was called Ghidorah, mm-hmm. Godzilla was still there. Wow. Yeah. Godzilla comes out and is like, Heard you were talking shit. You kind of see Godzilla make an appearance in all films. Like, even in Skull Island. Yes. At the end when they were going through it, and then you hear his roar. Oh, like, you knew yes. that it was. Godzilla was coming. And that was so dope about that movie, too, because they were like, all right, we're going to get to Kong versus Godzilla one day, so let us learn from DC's mistakes right. and from Marvel's success. We're going to backdoor this King Kong as mm-hmm. a prequel to the universe, but at the same time, plant the seeds for the future. That's why at yeah. the end of the latest Godzilla King of All Monsters, they basically, like, throughout that whole movie, there's basically Iron Man 2 in that shit. Like, <laughs> right, right. If you didn't know... Concert too. If you didn't know, there's other monsters. Hey, make sure you watch these credits just in case. Here's a wet, um, cave drawing. Here's some more articles. <laughs> yeah. Here's this. At the very end, a big monkey and a big lizard, and they right. gonna do it. And it, right. it kind of makes you think. What is their rivalry? Rivalry going to be? Because um, you know, Kong in the film, yeah. you know, ended up protecting the humans from the skull crawler, and then the humans in turn helped him because he was almost defeated. Yeah. And then Godzilla helps humans. So it's like, what is their beef going to be? I, I think the beef there is literally the beating of the chest, you know? Yeah. Who's the biggest? Who's the biggest Who's the, Who's the apex you think predator they love slash you? protector? Yeah. yeah. I got all these followers. I got my own cave paintings. Yeah. Oh, you Godzilla? That's cute. Yeah. That's cute. Somebody it's not your to... island. I got the New Yorkers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somebody has to be the top of the food chain, and it's been going on between... A Godzilla or A Kong, because we don't know right. if this Godzilla is the one and only, but yeah. they always destined to come back through nature, nature's own devices to battle for whatever Recurring, reason. Recurring, um, what's the term? It's it's like the Franklin Richards Galactus thing. Mm. They're forces of nature that must exist as exactly. long as the other one does. Yeah, exactly. Um, but may- but, but it, it, one thing. Oh, hold on. <sighs> and maybe this is just a check and balance thing too. Exactly. Because what if one is too strong? You gotta have a counter for. Yeah. Well, and I know that I'm gonna be going back to watch the 1962 King Kong versus Godzilla. That shit's so trash. It's not that. good at all. I and I think I think that's what's gonna make it so good. <laughs> you know. He's King so Kong. disappointed that anything is good. Yes. King Kong in that yes. dirty ass ape suit. Yeah. 
it's just one of those things. Like these old movies, there's such a a love that I have for them because I grew up watching these. I know that same as same as y'all. Yeah. And as a kid, you know, yeah, it's cheesy. Yeah, it's bad. But ah, it wasn't seeing those dudes in those suits. <laughs> <laughs> and the tiny little villages, and you, like you can see where Mongol heads kind of sways a little too much. For real. Yeah. And don't quote me on this, but isn't there like two versions of the film, or is there two different versions? Because I know one, like for the Japanese audience, Godzilla wins. But then I think there's an Americanized one where Kong comes out on top just for so in, purposes. You know. Oh, I didn't know that there was two different. I ones. think so. I, I, I didn't yeah. think there was, but if you want to double check, yeah, that let me go ahead and look quick. at that real quick. Godzilla, because no way Kong beats Godzilla in back in those days. It was it was no point. Yeah, because that's when they gave him the ability to absorb electricity and shit. So he got all super juice. Yeah. So he had a way to fight. But, like no, you be barbecue gorilla. <laughs> no stopping him now. Yeah, exactly. right. Ain't no stopping him now. Uh. And apparently we are supposed to be getting Godzilla versus Kong this year. Still, I thought it got pushed back. It still has a release date of 2020. Maybe um, it's for the good overseas countries that knew how to stick their asses in the crib. <laughs> and then spread yeah. COVID. New, new. That, uh, so now they get to go out and play where we just in We're America, never going like, to get to that point with our attitudes. No, we are not. <laughs> America Squidward and shit looking out the window at like Japan. America, wear your damn masks. Wear your home. damn. Oh, mm. And just stay home if you don't need to be it's out. It's not political. It's just smart. It is, yeah. Quote, unquote. That's it's... our plug-in for our health. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so there was Monster Island and there was the 1962 Godzilla, or King Kong versus Godzilla. But other than that, I'm not seeing anything Word. about okay. uh, another one. Mm. Word. Movies. Word. And like I, I say, I could be mistaken with Right. But I, I could also see how you would want to appease both Yeah, so, that's why I say I thought there was like a cut or like... There was two different endings for di- both audiences, so they could root for their hero. Right. Instead of being like at the end of Frasier versus Jason, we had Jace come out the water, but then Freddie like wink. I thought you were about to say at the end of Frasier. No. You know when Frasier and Niles were just fighting to the death, and, and <laughs> Niles was too soft. Niles wanted you to think he was soft. That's yeah. the Hawkeye approach. The comic book Hawkeye, not not the movie. The movie Hawkeye is trash. Comic book Hawkeye wants everyone to think he's dumb, so that way he can. Trash and litter, same thing. Wow. <laughs> um, so where's the change where that we, we have the set kaiju, we have the mechs. Where do we see that other than Pacific Rim in our own uh, Western culture? Yeah. Yeah, you know, well, were, uh, were there other ones that we have made that are now, you know, the same way uh, the kaiju were essential for Japanese folk? Yeah. Well, we don't necessarily have as big of, a following in America cinema mm-hmm. for the giant monsters and robots. Mm-hmm. We have Which some, is a shame. Exactly. Yeah. We have it sprinkled out here and there. Like, for a giant monster, I could go back as further as, like, the blob. That could have been the closest thing we had to, like, a giant monster. Then we had sure. Day, which was giant ants. Tack of the Killer Rabbits, which was about giant rabbits that ate people for <laughs> whatever reason. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. But, like, uh, like all those movies came out, like, the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Mm-hmm. They, that shit like died out. I don't know if you want to count Ghostbusters and the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. That, that's the thing. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I don't know if I necessarily want to count that. But then moving forward, we have uh, Cloverfield was trying to rekindle that interest because mm-hmm. it was about a giant monster um, attacking um, New York City. And people didn't know what that movie was going to be about. That's what right. was so ingenious about the marketing. Because some people thought it was like, oh, it's a new Godzilla. No, it was Voltron. No, it's actually Power Rangers. It's a giant monster. It can't be anything original. 
It was something original. It was something original. And, it and was that different. movie was a little hard for me to watch, but yeah. those films are just because, you know, it's somebody ha- running around. Cam, yeah. yeah. That so. was a whole genre that I'm, I'm very glad is gone. Yeah. Not me, not me. Like, some of those movies were fantastic. I'm going to just name out a couple real quick. Go for it. Cloverfield, Chronicles is the best one. And the Chronicles last, was great. The Last Exorcism was fantastic. Well, I won't say fantastic. It was good. I really liked that. It was good. It was when the preacher's like, yo, all oh. this exorcism shit is fake. Then it turned real. They're like, oh, yeah. shit, baby. And the last one I would mention is Paranormal Activity, the Mark ones. It was that the, one was the, great yeah, too. the Mexican one. What was okay. that action film that they did where he it was his point of view? Oh shit! Like Henry um, yeah, or it was hardcore Henry. Yeah, hardcore. Yeah. I heard that was dope too. It was it was really good. Now, there were some moments where you it's gonna make you a little motion yeah. sick. Yeah, but it's so worth it. But yeah. with any genre that's getting any type of traction, there's gonna be a lot of copycats and a lot of shit done well. I think that should come back in a sense, but. That's a whole nother podcast. So some of the ones <laughs> that I, I, I think, you know, and there is a list here about our, our American kaiju. Yeah. Tremors. Oh. Gotta look at Tremors. Oh, gosh. I forgot I about even, that with Kevin Bacon. With Kevin Bacon. Yeah. That is, that, that, that's our kaiju right there. Yeah. It's one of the, like a, a desert kaiju. Get off the ground. Get off the ground. <laughs> Then there's Colossal with uh, Anne Hathaway. That was great. Oh, right. I forgot about that. I like that. Yes. I like that. That was cool. That came out of nowhere. It was a cool little indie movie. She psychically linked, and that's how they were controlling one another. Which again goes to that there's a person who is connected to the kaiju. Toxic-ass relationship. That was so toxic. I forgot all about that. (laughs) I remember when she was in the playground, and she was like reenacting the whole thing. Oh, my God. (laughs) There's there's another one that I think... uh, uh, I was, I was, I thought you were gonna bring up, but long story short, Tremors is giving me nightmares as a child. Was this arachnid? No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. <laughs> and, 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 and not alien freaks. Although we could count those. Yeah. Rampage. See, uh, I was, I'm well, more. I, I mean, was more where was the focused. video game? Yeah, I was more. more the video game was video game was influenced by these giant monsters. But you're absolutely but then, right. But then yeah. they're all like they've got like these American names, and yeah. they're all people who were irradiated. No, and you're right. These creatures. Yeah. Was it Western though, or was it? Originally a Japanese. It was um, influenced by. Oh, okay, but it was, was, was American. Yes. Oh, okay. And Rampage is easily top three video game, best video game movies of all time. Yeah, because it it's it knows what it is. Yeah, yeah. and The Rock and Negan's in it. Yeah. <laughs> and, it didn't um, try too hard. It did no, yeah. it didn't have to. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Trying to be. Oh God, they need a serious that movie. Yeah. Man, that hurt my feelings. I'm like, damn, Magneto. I know. And <laughs> it, it, it had so much potential. I fell asleep two times. I tried watching it. They yeah. got a red box in the hole. I turned it in. I'm like, yeah. I ain't going to want another dollar. They'll, they'll try again. All right, so we're going to take a quick break here. And same as last week, we have a little promo for you about a new show coming to our network. How's it going, guys? This is Daniel. And Kelsey Show, a.k.a. Kelsey Greer. And today we're going to give you a little introduction to a new show that's coming to our network. Our network is growing and we're really excited about what's happening. But instead of us telling you about the show, we figured we'd let the hosts of it bring you in on what's coming up. Guys? All right. Hey, guys. Uh, we are three guys, ten eyes. Uh, just three guys. Two of us wear glasses. Simple math. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we just are going over... Simple entertainment topics, pop culture, sports, music, interviews, and stuff like that as well for the local scene. Yeah, we're just going to try to bring up the community. If you have anything that you're starting up, your career, we'd like to have you on the show. Just hit us up. We have Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. Yeah, all of those at three guys, uh, ten eyes. Ten eyes. Word. 
And do you want to give us your names individually, or is this one collective? Is this, an an an, yeah, is this an anonymous thing, yeah. or are you all three attached like a Cerberus? Uh, well, <laughs> we are all three attached at the hip. It's kind of, it's, it's kind of like disgusting Siamese, to look Siamese twins. Hips don't lie, though. Well, yeah. it's actually more hips than could lie. Uh, unfortunately, we have very small hips, so we're just literally... <laughs> like an Instagram model. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, I go by Young Pyramid. Uh, I also make music, so check me out well, on what that. What type of music do you make? I make hip-hop uh, and like alternative hip-hop. you play live instruments, or is this like... No, it's bad. it's all like he beats, the and then I make my own lyrics, and yo, I rap. Yeah, we might have to talk, bro. No, we will. So, when can we expect uh, to hear from you guys next? Uh, We are posting every Tuesday. We go live right now on Facebook. Uh, That'll be going on every Sunday and probably for another three weeks. Uh, And that's on my on my Facebook, Derek Shreve. You want to go? We have his name now. Okay, yeah. Put that down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. My social, like my, my social is uh, six six six. So hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we just lost our whole Christian following. <laughs> no, 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 no. On this network, I think you just no, they, built some more. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You can't believe in God while believing in the beast, baby. Cool, cool. And then, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm what, Ultimate uh, Dusty. Uh, I just do gardening and. Gamer, yeah. What type of garden? All kinds, man. We got pumpkins growing, watermelon growing. Because I've been trying to grow some collard greens. My garden's been fucking up lately, but then again, I haven't put too much intensity. Okay, yeah. I we haven't uh, tried no collard greens, but we got kale and lettuce and all that good stuff coming in. Uh, Just today, we harvested some cucumbers and tomatoes. Hey, yo, you grow some tomatoes? Give them to me when they're green. I'm frying them some bitches up. You can probably do that with the yeah, the the abusive husband. Exactly. Always. (laughs) And uh, you. Uh, I'm Christian. I don't rap or garden. I just work at a grocery store. Damn, yes. <laughs> you are a fucking man, the everyday essential. person. Yep. Yes. Yeah, too essential sometimes. <laughs> too, essential. Right. too essential? <laughs> so we're looking forward to having you guys on the network, and I know that you listening out there right now, I can't tell you how exciting this is, how fucking wet you should be getting. <laughs> don't do that. I I'm, I'm dripping. <laughs> I'm honestly a little scared. Right? Should be. Yeah, no, no. A healthy dose of fear will always keep you alive. It's, it's kind of just one of the rules of the network. You come in here, we all get naked, we record, and it's good to be a little afraid. So, <laughs> saves you on AC costs too. The fact that we are in a basement and it's cooler does not help the fact that I'm still sweating. Um, we have them coming onto the network starting next month. Be ready because it's going to get crazy. Guys, thanks for being here and. Uh, Let's get back to the show. Exactly. All right, we're back. Um, so my next question is, with uh, what we've seen with the established Kaiju and Max, what would you want to see in the future? Especially with, um, I guess, uh, as much as I don't want to say American-made. Yeah. But even just um, around the world, and what, 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 what type of new Kaiju do you want? What do you want for the established ones? Mm-hmm. And what kind of new mechs do you want to see? That's a good question. I mean, I appreciate it. You know, a lot of people said that with Pacific Rim, some of the mechs looked, you know, kind of lame. It wasn't as, you know, colorful or as animated as they could have been. Del Toro said that was intentional. He said he wasn't trying to make it like a a car or, you know, how they, you know, stylized car robot. And and I appreciate that. I'm not sure what I want out of Max. I think you know I do want to see a more 
unique take on the kaiju, something that hasn't been done. We've sure. recreated a lot of the kaiju mm-hmm. that's always been out there, mainly because a lot of the Western audience, you know, that's what they're familiar they're with now. They're familiar with it now, yeah. But... As something unique, I it, I don't know. Maybe not derived from the sea, from the extraterrestrial, or you know, maybe from the earth, like come from under sure. the ground, like the core of the earth, or something mm, like that. Molten man. Yeah. Stir. Well, for me, I would like to see actually a continuation of Symbiotic Titan. It's an anime I, show brought it to was us so underrated yeah, by the creator of Dexter's Laboratory and Samurai Jack Jenny Tartowski exactly Tartowski. I can, yes I could never say his name so that's why I lay it up for you or I should say I tossed the alley-oop to you <laughs> yes you did so you could do that for me because that show was fantastic it was mature and it was a different take on that kaiju of giant robot um, genre for yes. American audiences yes. what made it different um, the fact that it was like American based, but also the humanoids were actually aliens, and they combined with their technology to create the giant robot, and they had to fight giant alien monsters that came to capture one of the people because she was a princess from this yeah. alien planet. And Is it's kind of like Mazinger Z, where they were humanoids. A bit, yeah. Yes, okay, yeah, bit, yeah. Yes, okay, something okay. like yeah. What, one of the things that I I did like was, even though it only lasted for one season. Yes. There was character development. Exactly. Okay. Because Gendy Tartakovsky knows how doing. to do that. Yeah. And there's exactly. uh, one of the characters, the uh, the cheerleader character, who is very petty, pretentious. Oh. And she gives us our first animated, animated twerk sequence. Yes, yeah, yeah, she ever. did. And it's a classic. <laughs> like, I put it up on my Snapchat before. It's one of my favorite episodes. It has a Depeche Mode song on it. It yes. incorporates that 80s um, nostalgia. Uh, feel that they was looking for in that episode, and it's one of the best animated episodes of a cartoon ever, in my opinion. Hmm. There, there's a whole thing there where, yeah, she starts off as the worst, as that typical character who thinks the whole universe revolves around her. Mm. And but, she's a ginger. Yeah. <laughs> well, but then she is humanized. You you see that she's the way that she is because of certain things in her life and choices that Societal she's making to protect pressures. herself. So basically, the episode is about. The cheerleader having to get tutored by the lovable big guy on the crew. Like Michelle just said, he's Baymax-ish. Mm-hmm. But it was even funny because he's actually a robot in disguise when I tra- uh, transform He's the symbiotic part of the Titan. So him and the other two characters merge together to create the giant robot. Yes. And he's a big dork. He's a robot. So he's not worried about... Well, and that's the thing. He, he is, he is yeah. a robot. Yeah. Uh, what was his name? I can't think... It's something like that, yeah. but she didn't know, so she's trying to distract them. Let's play some music. Let me dance. I don't like learning. Learning stupid. And she's like, he's like, no, you're actually smart. Mm-hmm. And he help, mm-hmm. helps her with her work, and then they low-key, just in that interaction amongst themselves, they glow, a, they um, evolve a connection. And then they, like, kiss and all this shit, then there's a literal, a literal spark between them. Oh, and it's, yeah, it's fantastic. And then at the next day at school, like, they holding hands, and everybody's like, that's uh, <laughs> you with him? No way! And, and it's also one of those moments where it must be the shoes. He he <laughs> is he's no longer just serving. Mm. He's no longer just there for their protection exactly. as their guard. He's kind of understanding humanity. Yeah, and yeah. it's really good because again, it, it it's a continuation of that would be fantastic. Exactly yeah. that too, and um. I would definitely like to see like different ways to bring kaijus into the American um, consciousness outside mm-hmm. of just like mm-hmm. geek culture. 
Because there's no reason why we shouldn't be having more of those movies. Because Hollywood already ran out every fucking idea. Yeah. Now they want to turn every comic book into a movie. Like, you still could create your own IPs with existing um, subgenres. Yeah. And even, like, if, even though this isn't original, original, we already had Power Rangers. And it had a lukewarm reception, like, box office-wise. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, they're trying again to get it going again because it has its core fan base it has potential it works for a reason it's still on tv today mm-hmm. power rangers that is new generations will appreciate films exactly. for them we've had our films in we the have. past yeah exactly and with that being said voltron that should be mm. a live action movie franchise it has all the groundwork already done you just not based on the original well it's not even the original we're mo- the most famous version is the lion um, version of the show, but before that, there was one where Voltron was just all cars that came out like a year before um, the Lions debut. But if you just go off the Netflix um, mythology and rework it for a Hollywood um, trilogy, not even trilogy, just saga movies, it could be the Star Wars of this generation. It has space, it has giant monsters, it has flying lion vehicles that combine into one big ass robot. The characters are there. Their story arcs are cemented well, and if you have the foresight to know where you're going to end up with, you can start it. Why do you feel that Hollywood hasn't done it, though? I mean, it's been out for ages. I think they're just scared. They're scared Mm -hmm. of putting money into something they don't think they could I mean, we saw the success of Transformers, though. I mean, why not make Voltron and have the success of Voltron? Or do you think fan bases can't... I, I mean, and they're not stupid. They can differentiate between them, but... I would say you'd have to wait a little bit because of, yes, the success, but also the backlash of the Transformers movies. See, okay. but to go to Michelle's point, that's where Voltron wouldn't have that issue. The issue mainly with the Transformers was the movies weren't good movies. They were action porn. Mm-hmm. And the reason we come to see Transformers is to see robots, but most of the robots don't look like the robots we grew up with or look like robots And they at did all. try at one point. Yeah. Which but is, that, you, that's Michael Bay style. It's yeah. just action porn. Exactly. You know what I mean? But with Voltron, you already have the lines, you have the color, you have the design, so there'll be no confusion yeah. about that. But we can't talk about Transformers and Voltron without talking about the amazing Netflix series that they put out for Voltron. Exactly. That's yeah. what I was saying. Like, if they yeah. base the movies off of that, and I said this before, I will always say that that Voltron series is the greatest rebooted yes. animated property of all time. It's easily better than its original source material. And I can't name two other animated franchises off the top of the head that I can say is better than the original. Well, and, and, and that's one of those things, you know, because many of these older shows that have that same base, that have that same influence have tried to come back multiple times. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll take that back. A pup named Scooby-Doo is better than the original Scooby-Doo series. I'll give you that. No, no, I'll, I'll give you that. And you know what? Even, even uh, what was it? Flintstone Kids or whatever? Oh, the Flintstone Kids. That yeah. shit rocked. Yeah, Muppet yeah. Babies? Amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Muppet mm-hmm. Babies. But that was a whole different time yeah, where that was all happening. Yeah. Kind of like how in the uh, early to mid-90s we had all those movies based off of old TV shows showing the behind the scenes and what yeah. happened. Oh, you're talking about like the Brady Bunch? And yes. And a very the, Brady the, sequel? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about the the... Ones where it was like the behind the scenes. Oh, okay. Where they did that for Bewitched, for Brady Bunch, and for uh, the Partridge Family and the Monkeys. 
I think what? there has to be a hesitation, too, with taking an anime show and making it into a film. I mean, we've seen the downfall of Death Note coming out as a yes. film, and it's like, oh, was man. it entertaining? Yes. If you were a Death Note fan, was yeah. it great? Fuck no. Exactly. And then you have Bleach, which I don't think Bleach was bad as a live-action film. It, it wasn't, wasn't the as greatest. Bad as the others. Yeah. Because the others basically came into my house, shit yeah. on my floor, and started dating my daughter. Just like Full Metal Alchemist. I'm not totally against it as a live-action film. Was it great? No. No, but was it fun? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now, I <laughs> my thing with that, because I know we're going to get back into Kaiju and, and Max, but with that, if you're having the homunculi be in your movie, I need them to be as ridiculous as they looked <laughs> in the anime. Yeah. Everyone else can look human, but when I see fucking um, Gluttony, mm-hmm. I need him not to just be a chubby guy. I need him to be salivating all the time. I need him yeah. to be... That gross factor. That gross factor, yeah. exactly. When I see lust, I want my dick to pop out of my pants and go to King Supers. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I get it. So maybe that's like with Voltron. It's like it was a great animated series. Are we hesitant to disappoint fans when we try to make it live action? And I think that's the case, though. You yeah. Could, because we have hit how many... Transformer movies yeah. and how many fuck ups in those movies? Yeah. Yeah, people, there, there were good ones. Yes, there were good ones, but people kept going to them because they liked something about it. So it's not Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood has no problem making shit if that shit sells. Yeah, I just think they don't want to invest all the resources and the proper amount of money that they want. Because if you give the property to Guillermo del Toro or JJ Abrams, yeah. they will put the time and dedication into making sure you get the best product. You get the actors, you get the tech, you get all of that right. And a lot of things with these movies, technology. You couldn't make Pacific Rim in ninety nine. Yeah. You couldn't do that. But now the technology is getting better. Mm-hmm. We're moving forward. And if you know how to structure it, so you don't have to spend all the money on the fights. You right. can make us care about the characters. So when they finally get into the Lions, they finally form Voltron and Act 3 because they have to figure out how to do it throughout the whole film. Yeah. I, I agree and I disagree very hard on that. Because, first off, yes, Del Toro, amazing. Mm-hmm. Everything he touches, I love. His storytelling is phenomenal. His storytelling because he's studied how to tell a story. Exactly. He also comes from a culture where he understands how important stories are. Yeah, if you you watch his Spanish films, The Orphan, um, Pan's Labyrinth, oh my all God. that, that storyline behind it, whether it's... And I think he did amazing whoa, 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 with Hellboy. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. The Orphan with the little girl? No, okay. no, no. Um, the oh, Spanish no. <laughs> version. Yeah, okay. you're, you're, you're thinking of the one where she was actually... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't spoil it for people. And there's a whole thing. We'll talk about it, you know, uh, off the air. You, you guys will we'll do this. Um, but Del Toro, yes. J.J. Abrams, well, I do enjoy... Most of his work. Mm-hmm. He knows how to start a series, but he can't stick the landing every time. Yeah. And so I wouldn't trust him with that. Okay. And the same way. It's like Stephen King. Exactly. Cannot stick the landing. I, you, know what, you know what? And I'm enjoying the, I'm enjoying the buildup. I'm enjoying what you're doing with the characters. Yeah. And then for some reason, when you get to the third act, it's like you realize your story was nowhere near where you wanted it to be. Yeah. But you're still going to wrap it up. Yeah. Now, Del Toro, I don't even know how. In the span of one movie, can make you feel everything. Yes, but I think for something like Voltron, while we have it on Netflix, if you're gonna go live action, you gotta give it to either Amazon or HBO. Yeah, you gotta do it as a TV series mm. because hour-long episodes. And a lot of things are moving towards the television because you get a better detailed story and better character build. Oh, sorry. Oh no, go ahead. And kind of like what we were saying last week, 
one of the one of the things that we did get with the influence from the east is how to tell a better story. Yeah. Because we were we were episodic as fuck for oh, a yeah. long time. And I don't even know when the change came. I'd have to go and do some more research on it. But it did come and people realized I don't need an hour and a half where all this is crammed in here. Yeah. I'll take a whole season. Yeah. I will watch weekly again if you make it worth it and you can tell me a story that's going to make me care. Yeah. Well, I would definitely say I would pick Amazon to produce it over HBO just because HBO seems to not care as much when it comes to writing sometimes. Because it's like, mm, right. here's, here's, it's here's the money, finish our most popular franchise. However, True Detective was amazing. Westworld, from what I True hear, Detective first series. Uh, second season, uh, it was a little Did you not rough. watch the third season? Wait, which one was the one with uh, Vince Vaughn? Uh, season two, I want to say. Yeah. yeah, that one kind of lost my interest. You need to keep watching. Okay. And and same same kind of deal. Fargo, which is a different you know set each time, but what you do find out, kind of like with True Detective, mm-hmm. there are connecting plots. Yeah. And I love that. Like, much like mechs that need to come together yeah. to build a great thing, like Voltron. Voltron. Or Zords. Megazord. Our storytelling has been enhanced by what we've learned. But, you know, you say Amazon should pick it up, and that's what's hard is because Voltron's already on Netflix. How did they, you know? Yeah, but, right. yeah, I get it. Like, I think Amazon's done a phenomenal job with mm-hmm. picking up shows and writing a storyline. Exactly. Well, and with Netflix... <sighs> I lost faith in them after they gave us... Uh, Was it Lock and Key? Lock and Key. Because that's oh exactly where God. I lost it to. Lock and Key and, well... I didn't watch the original Death Note series before I watched the movie, but the movie entertained me. I got the gist of it after watching the Death Note series. Yeah. I was like, oh, now I get why hardcore fans hate that version. Yeah. Well, but I'm not going to hate on it that much, but I get it. But that's good. And, and, and I'm sorry, that's probably the best way you could have done it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because as someone you know, like us yeah. who watched the anime first, yeah. maybe read the manga first, and you know exactly what kind of chess game you're experiencing... Yeah. And then the movie spits in your face, mm-hmm. shits on your floor, and starts dating your daughter. Exactly. And it's like, oh, this would be. <laughs> I don't know very- why I keep going back to that I know, one. I'm I sorry, like, guys. Yeah. I, 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 I'm going to come up with a new one. But this week. Yeah. <laughs> but that did feel like the Americanized version of that story. It was like, oh, we're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't keep it as sophisticated and smart as the source material is already there. You had to dumb it down. And for your audience. That's and that's why problem. we don't like it. Like, had to incorporate too much of a love story yeah, to try to keep an audience. Every story don't need that. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Much like, and this is this is definitely a side rant. Uh, I watched Peanut Butter Falcon mm-hmm. uh, about a week or two ago. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Um, yeah, we talked about it a little bit. And the fact that, um, oh, why can I not remember her name from Fifty Shades of Grey? Dakota Fanning? Dakota, fi- no, 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 no. Dakota Johnson. Dakota yeah, Johnson. She, was yeah. in, she had one TV show on. Um, Sam and Cat. Uh, she did not like need to be in that movie. Yeah, because it was a shoehorned love story into this beautiful friendship and genuine love for another yeah. human. Exactly. Well, that's like that. Transformers. I didn't feel like yes. there needed to be that love story. Not at all. It would. It would been okay if it was done well. Some romances feels forced. Like for example, on New Girl, Nick yeah. and Jess. It just felt like somebody in that apartment had to get with Jess. Right? We didn't need it. Yeah. We didn't but need it. just got her in there. And I was like, that shit was so. We but gotta give them together. With Max and everything, like you know, with Transformers, it's like. I would rather have the audience build up and love, like, Optimus Prime and Bumblebee and, like, the other characters. Like, 
But you lose that when you shove it in, like, with Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox have to have this relationship. Good. And then Shia LaBeouf and then the other, the, the Australian Megan girl, yeah. after the whole Megan Fox thing. But this, that's what I loved about Pacific Rim. Yeah. Because, yes, they had to be connected. Yes. But they didn't have to be fucking. No. Exactly. They didn't have to be entangled. Their, their attachment was through this bonding yeah. because they have to work together. A deeper to, connection. Yes. Yeah. And it speaks back to what we talked about earlier. Yeah. How there's the connection to the kaiju. Mm-hmm. That's some of these kids feel. And having that connection with another person and the mech makes them all the whole of a greater, you know, they're, they're, yeah. they're a part of a greater whole. Exactly. Yeah. Because that's one thing, too. Like, if y'all haven't watched the Transformers War for Cybertron Siege on Netflix, do that. Because they incorporate female Transformers in it. And if you're a Transformer fan like me, you already know that in a lot of times, depending on the best story, Optimus Prime and Alita One were kind of a thing. In this, um, he gave her his hard drive. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> and in this franchise or in this series, SD card. <laughs> they, 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 um, they um, allude to it, but without forcing it down your throat. It's like it's not like they're making out, holding hands, like I love you, Prime. I can't live without you. No, it's just subtle things here and there between their dialogue, how they react, to, uh, relate to each other, and just um, things like that. You could um, get across without being. So over the head, yes. over the head, and heavy-handed with it. So when I go back and rewatch the Transformers movies, I'm looking like, damn, no, you can make this about them, and make them about the humans too. Mm-hmm. If you just tell the proper story, like before, right. I was like, yeah. no, I don't need them to be sophisticated characters. They're robots. I just need to see them yeah. fight. Like, no, but you can like, do all that if you want to. Even the death of um, Optimus Prime on the big screen. Oh, don't you even. Why? Wait, which one? It was, it's very hard which for one? fans when it's like the voiceover is the original from the anime series. And, and it hurts. But when you don't build oh, no. it up properly for other fans who just got into watching the movies, see, like, yeah, okay. it's sad, but it's not like yeah. that that heart-wrenching emotion. Of course. Where for people who recognize that voice, who grew up watching the Transformers, who <laughs> connect <laughs> Did, when like, you hear it, yeah, and it hurts you yeah. every time. Before Mufasa, I saw Optimus Prime die in that 1984 movie. Once I was able to like Watch understand it. what yeah. was happening, I'm like, fuck. Even when I, because I bought the um, 35 year anniversary Blu-ray. Even when I watch that shit now, that shit still hurt. Yeah. When I saw him die in part two, that shit still hurt. Yes, yeah. and, <laughs> and I'll say, and I, I will stand by this till my fucking dying day. Mm-hmm. Some things need to hurt. Yeah. Some things need yes. to earn hurting you. Yeah. I don't want you to shoehorn it in and be like, oh, hey, here's this character, Optimus Prime, that you know, by the way, he, he just died. Yeah. He should have died. Isn't that so sad? Yeah, he should have died in the third one, but that's a whole other conversation. So what you were talking <laughs> about with, like, the romance and, like, the whole thing with, yes. uh, you know, it really reminds me, and I guess you can kind of, no, it's an alien, I guess not, but Super 8. Yeah. Y'all remember yeah. Super 8? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's Kaiju I loved too. it. Yeah, yeah okay. it is Kaiju And, yeah. and, and the, the most romance that happened in that movie was they held hands at the very end mm-hmm. as like, everything was happening, and that's all we needed. Yeah, we didn't he need likes it. Her. Yeah, we had, well, not even that he likes her, but that this is a moment. This is something that neither of them will forget. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like in Rogue One, where Cassian and Jen, I'm glad that they did not hook up. There wasn't yeah. even that like interest. Ooh. But when they knew that the world was about to explode, there wasn't a kiss. There was just a hug. In that, we did it. 
Yeah. We're here together, and this is a moment. You know why there was no romance? Because they knew they was all going to die, so they knew they didn't have to put it in. See, that's a little shit like mm-hmm. that. Oh, yes. we don't even need this because it ain't even about this. Let's, like, yeah. no. This is about something bigger. This every, is about a story that's bigger than these characters. Every, every moment in his life isn't about love or romance. It's about yeah. getting through the day. And right? sometimes, this isn't Donnie Darko. Sometimes you yeah. don't even get through the day. Shit, I didn't mean for to get that dark, but sometimes do it, you don't no, get do through it, the do dark. It, do it. Through, through the, sometimes you don't get through the day. Period. Yeah. And sometimes the person that you love the most is the person that you hate for that whole day. Oh, yeah. So why am I gonna yeah. sit here and create this illusion? Like, no, we need a love story. Like, no, Super most people don't have love up. in their life. Super Eight hit the rail, but yeah. then course corrected. Exactly. Yes. And it's because like, with the the filming, the kids were making their own movie, and they try to make it way too mushy. For one, they're like ten. And nobody right. wants to give a fuck about their eleven and life. a half. <laughs> but but I, I, I will say <laughs> but with they, that they went back to exactly. But also those kids, that's what they thought a movie needed to be. Yeah, exactly. Think about that. Kids who grew up in a Spielbergian era. Yeah. And one thing they too, this is what it is. I yeah. liked about that was like it just makes you think about being a kid. Like some some kids like kids. Yeah. Quicker than others, but for the most part, you just a kid. You trying to have adventure. Liking a girl or a boy or whatever is the last thing on your mind yeah. until you realize. I still feel in that yeah. movie there could have been more about the kaiju. Well, yeah. they didn't the say kaiju, but right. you know, the monster. And, the monster. And, and, and that thing was great. Yeah. yeah. Because, again, there's a connection between yeah. an innocent child and this creature that's older than what they know time is. Yeah. But first, it was the alien connection and a black man. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. We, <laughs> we save everybody. <laughs> And that's the thing with all this. It's it's bigger than the the sum of the whole, you know? Mm-hmm. It's because it's the whole. Yeah. And you can kind of see that with other shows and other franchises. Gundam, for instance. Yeah. Um, Gundam, I mean, I don't think people in America realize how huge that industry is. Yeah. And it's part of... It, it makes... Five billion dollars a year Which for Namco. Is ridiculous. Give me just yeah. one of those years. I'll take. I'll take it. And it was actually this, probably besides Mezinger Z. Is it Mezinger Z or Mezinger Z? Um, However you'd like yeah, to say it. Um, I'll judge you. Those were name. like the original, the mechs, the the influences yes. for them. Yes. So then you get you know where Pacific Rim comes from, where Voltron comes from, Transformers, all of Not that. Not even to mention the connection between the pilot yeah. and the machine. Oh, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, Gundam debuted in 1979. Yeah. So it was like the Grand Peppy, all that shit. Then we also get like Robotop. And it's still around for being exactly. a Grand Peppy. It keeps yeah. reinventing itself sometimes. Yeah, because from our generation, we just first induced, introduced to that shit um, and Gundam Wing on Toonami. And Toonami was... The epicenter for a whole generation's oh, love. We're gonna get into that next week anime. as well. Yes, <laughs> because so, Toonami was very defining. The Big Bang. Yes, yeah. for a lot of us growing up, Toonami was finding a song that hits every chord <laughs> that makes you feel something. Toonami was a secret that you and other people knew about mm-hmm. and gave you access to a whole different world. Yeah. And when Gundam came on there. No matter how old you were when you're watching it, you felt excited. Yeah. Yes, I was excited until they started talking all that political <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> like, oh my god! You got to think though, when the mix came mm-hmm. around, uh, Japan's mm-hmm. influence, their mindset mm-hmm. was this shows our mm-hmm. technological ambition. Yes, this That's is a cartoon. It is. I came to watch robots fight robots, not politics and moon colonies and bullshit and yeah. all the reasons why we don't need giant robots. 
It's like the opposite <laughs> of Transformers. I would rather take a movie with giant robots flying with some stupid ass love story yeah. than some boring ass <laughs> political bullshit. And mm-hmm. that's the only thing that well, made, yes, which okay. frustrated me about that. Like, what's no, no, frustrating no, no, now though is good. that's where all entertainment is going is political. Yes. I did not need bullshit. this in my realm. Unless, unless it's done correctly, mm. like X Men, X Men, Steven Universe. There's shows where it is not necessarily heavy handed. Yeah. Avatar the Last Airbender. Avatar the yeah. Last does it perfectly. Yeah. You'd be like, oh shit, this is But there politics. are some, there yeah. are some that don't even give a shit to try and hide it. Yeah. And they're like, don't you see what we're trying to say? Like, yeah. yes, that's Bad why boy. I don't want to like it, but I do like it. Yeah. But it's not for that. That's right, why my no, friend, exactly. Yeah, but, that's why. But it's hugely popular. And I mean, I, yeah. I was telling you guys, um, you know, in Tokyo, they already built the Unicorn Gundam. And yeah. then now... As in January, they were going to rebuild the new one that was based off the original model, the RX-78. Mm. Right. And, but it's going to be in Yokohama. And I'm not familiar where that's in Japan, but that's where they're going to build this next one. And it's supposed to right. be having the moving parts. Word. That's why my favorite Gundam series, but in the Gundam world, is hated on a lot because it's so basic, is G Gundam. Because there was literally nothing but Street Fighter with Gundam. That's and all, all that they was, did was fight yeah. Gundam all that from was. different countries to see who would be the best Gundam fighter. And there was some backstory with Devil Gundams and was all this other real? shit. There was, was but no. Was it a real backstory? Sometimes you just need a good fight. Exactly. And it's that's like why the, I loved what it. is that cage fighter with the little handmade ro- or <laughs> oh, handmade robot? <laughs> no, 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 because this was on TNT when TNT, or no, not TNT. What was Spike before it was Spike? Oh. Was it oh, always just Spike? TN, it was TNN. Was that it? It was TNN, then it went to Spike, then it went to like... And that was one of those ones that you would catch at random hours. Yeah, but that's kind of what it reminds me of. That's exactly what it was, but they were a little more souped up. Yeah. Nah, man, y'all better show some respect to G-Gun. Listen, Shining, burning I respect, I respect the fuck out of Gundam. Yeah. Because... Again, it was one of the driving forces that defined us as exactly. who we are now. Yeah. The reason, one of the reasons why we're doing this show like yeah. I said, is because... I love the robots, <laughs> I hate the politics. And I mean that in the real world. I too. love the gems, I love but robots. sometimes I hate the diamonds. You just mad because you old girl that got left behind in the garden. <laughs> don't, don't make me cry. One, yes I am, but two, I want to be Amethyst. <laughs> you are Amethyst. You know I'm Amethyst. You Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, I am. For more information on that, just go ahead and find me. Uh, so, coming to the end of this, there's a lot that can be done. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that has been done. What do you feel would be a new, unique kind of... Uh, for me, things? I want to see a new... And, and this might just be because I got done playing uh, Mortal Kombat 10 and 11. Well, oh. yeah, I played with my butt as we're talking. <laughs> we're all naked here. Gotta, and make sure, fine. gotta make sure it works. I'm still getting through 11, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 11. <laughs> um, maybe it's because I just finished Mortal Kombat 10 and 11. Mm-hmm. Maybe because it's Maybelline. I'm going to knock him right out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's all right. I'll, I'll look away. I from. want a new generation of kaiju. Okay. But I want it to respect what came before it. In the same way, Mortal Kombat 10 starts off with you got your Sonya Blade, you got your Johnny Cage, yeah. you got them saving uh, Jax, you've got Quan Chi, you've got Raiden, and they're all in their prime. Yeah. And as that first fight ends, G- G- uh, Johnny's there, 
and his face transforms into who he is now, and he's an old man in his 50s. Yeah. And he's talking to his kid, and Jax's kid, and it's a new generation of heroes that respects what came before it, Mm -hmm. but doesn't shy away from making a new story that is enjoyable for everyone, especially those who know the lore. So with the kaiju, and with me being someone who grew up watching dudes in big floppy suits just punch each other over these sets, which... God, that is one of my favorite things. Even when we went to Mexico uh, when I was a teenager. I think he's hinting that he wants to reenact this for Halloween. No, 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 no. Uh, This is a spoiler. Halloween, we already have a costume planned. Oh, am I Mothra? No, no, no. You'll you'll, you'll see it when it happens. Okay. Are we really going to do that? We're going to do that, Kelsey. What we talked about? Yes. Okay. Wait, if you didn't tell me, what's my costume? You'll see. No. We can't tell them. We'll tell you off mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> this is going to okay. be a whole thing. All right, all right, um, all right. As someone who grew up oh, watching that, and also as someone who, <laughs> who wanted to be one of those guys in the suits, or even just make the tiny little sets that get destroyed, because that's so satisfying. You yeah. just want to squeeze in something tight. Uh, for more information on me squeezing into something tight. I'll just loan him tight, my clothes. Guys, gals, non-binary friends, and everyone else out there, and all you go ahead and hit me up. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> I want to see generations. I want to see nests of, like, these different ones. I want Ghidorah to have a brood no. that maybe invades Earth. And then you've got colonies. You've got areas of the Earth where these kaiju have been given sovereign land. Okay. This is where they live. Jurassic Park, but without it being for profit, this is where our protectors live. Okay. And then the brood of Ghidorah come. Oh, I was going to say, I don't think Ghidorah gets a protective land, but... Okay. No, Ghidorah, <laughs> yes, fucks off, Ghidorah fucks off back to yeah. Legoland, yeah. and then when he comes back... I think Mothra would be in, like, New Zealand. Mothra, oh, there's, there's so many, and, and that's the thing. <laughs> I, I want to see that. I want to see that. I want to see a modern age yeah. with their modern protectors, because instead of them being the antibodies that destroy everything, yeah. they found a way to work with it. And people have Gora started... would be in, like, Hawaii. Word. Right. But, like, <laughs> kind of like what we talked about in the mythology series. Yeah. Praying to those old gods and bringing them back. Yes. And these different countries... And these different countries having different protectors that are kind of like, hey, 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 yeah. this is who we got. Checks and balances for Absolutely. the humans. Absolutely. Yeah, I get it. That's what I want. All yeah. real monsters, but they're kaijus. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. Are we just talking about Pokemon? Hold on, hold on. Are we just talking about Pokemon? I think we mm. might have been. I think we did get to Pokemon inadvertently. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. I will watch it. Like, I want to... Uh... <laughs> and then they come out these little orbs, They come out right? these little orbs. Yeah. That the people that protect them or train these them. These are already, keep... like, large and massive, so I think if I throw a ball at them, they might, like, just fucking kill me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Oh, fuck, man. Probably won't go down well. <laughs> you teach me and I'll teach you. Yeah. Oh, my He heart. didn't go in the ball, but I'm in his tummy. <laughs> Pikachu said, fuck that, I know my slave, you bitch. All right, so we're here at the end. Yeah. Because um, in the end, it really doesn't matter. Exactly. Rest in peace, Chester Bennington. Always and, and forever. maybe take a look into what he was trying to do before he quote-unquote killed himself. Because... There's a pedophilia ring in the elite. Yep. The and it's all coming out now. It's all just fucking. <laughs> Hillary. Oh, all of them. Get them all. Get them all. Gotta catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here at the end. This has been another great week. Yeah. I, I'm enjoying this series. And again, this is kind of something that I feel has defined each of us in a different way growing up. Yeah. 
I think we all at one point wanted to be that little kid that felt the connection with the kaiju. Yeah. Oh, no, I did not. <laughs> you and me holding hands for Mothra? No. Oh, I feel like you would understand me better than humans do. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. So... <laughs> Final thoughts. <laughs> said, absolutely. You're fucked up, Michelle. Yes, absolutely. No, 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 no. no. You, you do your thing. Like, All right. So, I'll connect to them creatures. Final thoughts. Favorite kaiju. Where can the people find you? Uh, like I said, uh, favorite kaiju would have to be Mothra. Mothra. Um, Large Monster 2, King Kong has my heart. Oh, my God. Black Lives um, Matter. <laughs> <laughs> no! Uh, <laughs> no, no wait, I'm not saying no to the Black Knowing. Wait, wait. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> Black Lives Matter. <laughs> yes, they do. Thank you. And you can find me on Instagram as Emily Gideon or Michelle Gideon on Facebook. Okay, Kels. Word. You can find me, Kels for Show, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, you know, on the podcast, Escaping, and also on Yo, Where the Catch is at. And my favorite kaiju, of course, is none other than Big G himself, Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And if you're a Godzilla fan, you should definitely check out his three Netflix movies. Oh, my God. So they're much better animated. than I thought they were Exactly. Be. And they're dope. I still need to rewatch the third one because I keep watching it too late at night and I keep passing out. <laughs> you do that, though, with many things. I know. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of things. I have a whole unfinished list of if things. If I had a list for things that I heard that you started watching and then just went nine-nine? Yeah. It's a real thing. And also, once again... Netflix Voltron series. Watch so that good. shit if you haven't. Please and thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what uh, about you, Dan? Okay, so hot take here. I fucking love Ghidorah. I love King Ghidorah. You know why? He's the bad boy of the kaiju. And as much as I do want him to get his ass beat, I want him to destroy everything first. You'll like anything with three heads. Oh, <laughs> he's got me there. For more information on me getting three heads at once, go ahead and just find me, guys, gals, anyone non-binary and on the human level. Just find me and let's do this. Hey, it's- Dan, this isn't your Bumble account. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to be a, a Bumble little bee, don't you? Oh. You just want to zip, 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 sting. Your little stinger. Be blushing. I wouldn't say little stinger, but not anything crazy. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, man, I love doing this with you guys. This is like this is always the highlight of my week. That and when uh, people who hear my ad on the mm-hmm. podcast go ahead and find me. Yeah. Um, but the very uh, penis. <laughs> you can find me on Facebook, Daniel Rojas, Instagram, Blue Morpho, one word, where the O's are zeros, and you can find us on Facebook and Instagram under Escaping Podcast. If you or anyone else you know would like to have your music featured on the show, please email us at escaping.podcast at gmail.com. Today, we are nearing the end of Prefab Souls EP, and we're leaving you with Dreamland Cruise. I love this guy. He's my roommate. His name is CJ Hackett, and if you're here in the local Springs music scene, you know just how amazing he is. I love you guys. I hate how sweaty my naked body is against this metal chair. And I want you to remember, you're amazing. And there can only be one chum bucket. Kelsey, you can go get dressed now. <laughs> I'm always dressed to impress and to express myself. And just remember, guys, when being kept at home due to this quarantine has you feeling like you're stuck inside a giant metal mecha salt soup, don't forget you could always hit that ejector button and become an escapee. Stay on candy, y'all. Thank you.
Thank you.